and that's a bit of a brand new song from my guest, Julian Austin. It's called Love Train, and that is going to stay in your brain for a while. That is so catchy. Uh, the full song is coming up in just a bit here on the show. And another song from Julian on the way, uh, originally from Grand Bay, New Brunswick, and now living in Calgary, Alberta. Let's welcome Julian to the show. Hey there. Hey, Dave. How's it going, man? It thanks, is going great, man. This is what, I appreciate, appreciate you coming back. Thank you. It's about the third or fourth time we've talked about a lot of your songs over the past, and we've done looked back at your career in some of the episodes, and it's so cool. Uh, but to have brand, a brand-new song out there called Love Train, how excited are you about this? Very. I, I really am. You know, it's, it's, um, you know I dove back into, back into the music, uh, you know, in the last six months or so, writing again, and uh, fell back in love with music. And it was kind of like when I, when I originally first wrote Little Old Kisses. And I was able mm-hmm. to introduce that to the, um, you know, the fans here, especially in Canada, and uh, how exciting it was to release that song back then. And it's kind of like it's been about 20 years that I've I've, I've come full circle with what I like to call my second little old kisses. And I had a chance to write uh, right. write it with uh, another f- uh, fellow Canadian, Craig Moritz. So I'm very excited about the new song, and and there, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback from it, and a lot of great response. That is so cool. I know Craig's name. Of course, he's an artist, a great Canadian artist, and obviously a great writer. Uh, how did you come up with the inspiration for this song? Did it start with the title or, or a hook, a musical hook? You, you know what? It, yeah, the hook. It just went right into the chorus. And that's the way I wanted to start the song off, you know, right with the impact of the chorus. Yeah. And, um, you know, traditionally people write, you know, there's a music intro and then you write a verse and the chorus. But I wanted to come out and just bang. By the time we got around to the second chorus, I, I wanted people... Like you said, I want it to be an earworm. I want it to be catchy and people singing the second, uh, singing the chorus in yeah. the second turnaround. So that's, that's what I did, yeah. Exactly. That, that is the sign. That's the sign of a catchy song when by the second time they hear it, they're singing along and they want to sing along. Yeah. I, you know what? And I don't know where it came from or it, it just it just came. You know, it's something I've been kicking around for a little mm-hmm. bit. And I like, again, I said to Craig, you know what? I think there's something here. You know what do you think? And then he, he liked it, and we then we stripped it down to the bare bones and rebuilt it, and uh, and it is what it is today. And you know what? I'm I'm really uh, excited about it. I you know I really I truly am, Dave. I really am. I think we're all excited about it. Can't wait to to hear what it does for you. I understand, Julian, that the, there's a video on the way for the song. Yes, it's a, it should be out actually uh, today or tomorrow. So that's it's going to be done. We shot it in Calgary. Um, over three weeks ago, there was a lot of stuff going on with bikes and cars doing burnouts and donuts and all that stuff and and (laughs) outside live performance inside live, you know, so it was a lot of fun doing that. So a lot of editing, but she's almost done. Nice. We'll look forward to seeing that uh, very soon. And I understand that you're working on other new music right now. You're, you got some other songs that you've written and you're in the studio with. Yeah. I mean, I, I get up every morning now and, and, you know, I try to, uh, you know, be disciplined and, and, and commit to an hour or two hours of writing. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got about five songs or song ideas that I've been working at. So every, every day I go back and try to do a little bit more on each song. And it's something that it's a new, it's a new me. It's a, it's still Julian, but it's still, there's some new influences in there uh, from over, you know, the years of playing music. And um, I'm excited about the, the next song that we're going to go in the studio and record as well. And uh, hopefully everybody's going to be, you know, uh, about uh, the next song is the air about this one so keep our fingers crossed very cool you know forging forward 
Yep, keep uh, requesting the song for our listeners to call the stations and email and, and keep spreading word on social media and all that good stuff. Uh, as far as influences go, and you mentioned you know recently or over the years it's changed and it's gone, in, gone into the new music, but overall, Julie, who are some of your favorite artists that uh, you still like listening to? I mean, you know what, Dave? I mean, I cut my teeth on rock, uh, you know, back in the you know late 70s to the eighties. And I, I mean, I was a big, you know, hair band guy, loved the, yep. the metal of, you know, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest and Scorpion. So, I mean, that Van Halen, all that, all those influences of the classic rock era. And that is still in me. It's just when it, for country, for me, when I first heard um, Tracy Lawrence sing sticks and stones and, you know, mm. uh, Dwight Yoakam sing, you know, um, a lot of his hits and, and of course, uh, Clint Black. And I mean, that was, yeah. For me, the new country of the 90s is what really I went, wow, I love this. And, of course, I was a product of the, the 90s in country music here in Canada. And um, mm. I, I totally, I'm still, I'm still in, inspired in, in by that, that, that era of, uh, of country music. And I'm always going to have my, my stamp on anything I put out new because I'm not of the, you know, the, newer, the newer sound, though I love a lot of the great songs that are coming out today in the newer Mm-hmm. Uh, John, you know, sound of uh, country music by all means, but uh, you know what? I could, you know, we go back and you know, anything from Jones to George Strait to, I mean, yeah, you know, just so many, so many influences. But um, I always like to keep something of me in there as well, you know. Absolutely, yeah, I love those artists you mentioned, and I remember when Tracy Lawrence came out with Sticks and Stones, and that's kicked off his his career with so many great songs. But yeah, the oh, '90s yeah. were such a great time. Uh, Clint Black, Killing Time, and I mean on and on. Once you start, it'll just keep yep. going. But that was a great time for really great songs and great lyrics. It, it was a different. It was a different. Um, yeah, I mean the '80s had a, a night with Russell's Heart and Ricky Skaggs, and yep. I mean so many different uh, bands that wrote then too. But when the '90s came along, it really, um, it really um, just changed so much. And I, and of course, yeah. the, I, I couldn't identify with the grunge at that time being an ex-rocker and I really fell in love with the new country and that's what changed my life awesome let's turn to uh, the brand new song you have out now this is that earworm we've been talking about from Julian Austin this is called Love Train on In the Country Girl, I want to get, I want to get, I want to get on your love train 
And that is Julian Austin, brand new music from him called Love Train. Uh, that will stay in your brain for a while. And uh, is that available yet uh, on iTunes or to stream, Julian? Yep, you betcha. I mean, it's all on iTunes, Apple Music, um, you, you know, Apple Play, I mean, Spotify. I mean, it, it's there. Great, great. Our listeners can check that out. And, of course, again, uh, call their local country stations, email them, tweet them, do whatever you need to do to say you want to hear it. We've got another song from you coming up in just a bit. Uh, what about when you're uh, performing? What would our listeners, when they go to one of your shows, Julian, aside from your own hits, including Little Old Kisses, what songs could they expect you to cover? You know what? I, I, I mean, I've actually done some, you know, remakes, you know, in the studio of, you know, like Fat Bottom Girls and Margaritaville. That's right. Um, you know, uh, Take the Money and Run. But I, I still like to play other stuff from my you know, cheap trick. I love doing that. I love doing Thin Lizzy. The boys are back in town. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we try to give everybody something and, and just make it a really entertaining time and a fun time. And I love connecting with the audience. That's where I, you know, I think over the years of being on stage lots, you know, you, you find your place, you find your, you know, you, you, you get to hone your craft, you know, and, um, and, it, it, and it's the, I love playing for the, for the fans. I really do. When I'm on stage, that's where I'm at peace. That's where I'm at one with myself and with the fans. And so as they come to my show, I, I, I make sure everybody is, is feeling part of the show and we, we give her hell, man. You know, we, we give her all, we give her all. That is amazing that it's where you feel at home and what a great thing to be able to do to have that connection with the fans. Not everybody can do that. And uh, successful performers can, of course, and to have that connection with the audience, whether it's when you're singing or when you've stopped and now you're just talking to them. Do you, do you talk a lot to the audience, whether it's a story about your life or, or whatever? Yeah. I mean, I, I always interact with the audience. Always. It's not just about getting up on stage and just having a, you know, a, you know, a formulated show where you just, okay, this is where I sing, 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 sing. And then I say this, it's, it's totally all, spontaneity you know it's uh mm-hmm. i just love i love feeding off the the energy of the audience and they do it with me and it just makes every night uh different than the night before you know and i bet they go wild each and every time when you play little old kisses yeah you know for the fans that uh, definitely uh it followed my career since you know i released that song and of course in 97 but uh, there's always somebody else that's I, heard it you know probably through their parents <laughs> <laughs> or you know maybe or something, but that song is always that's my of course my first number one um, that I've ever released, and of course it does still um, stand the test of time when we play it for the fans. You know they still they love hearing it, they love singing to it, they love dancing to it. So it's I'm really glad that that was the, the song that kicked off my career, especially here in Canada. Yeah, still a great, still a great song to this day, and of course, many of the other hits uh, stand the test of time that you had were great songs that uh, people still enjoy. Of course, uh, let's take a moment to talk about. I mean, I know that you've traveled overseas, and you're a really strong supporter of uh, those who wear the uniform, uh, the veterans, and uh, the soldiers. Uh, tell me just how important all of that is to you, Julian. It's, it's very important, Dave. I mean, you know, being a Canadian, I'm very proud to be a Canadian. Um, 
you know, I mean, my father was a, you know, World War II combat medic and grandfather fought like many of our, our loved ones and relatives and uncles and aunts and, and whatever. But it was in 2004 when I got a chance to go over to Bosnia and, and perform for one of our Canadian CanCon show tours. And when we went over there, we weren't just playing for our Canadian um, forces, men and women. We were playing for the American men and women, you know, the British, um, Italian, German. I mean, it was everybody that was part of I you know, um, um, the big family, the NATO, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that was very important to me that anybody that wore the uniform that was sacrificing so much away from their families and loved ones to better the world, you know, and, and you know, stand on guard for us, all of us um, around the world and trying to make the world a better place and, and rid it of evil. And that I just, I have much respect for anybody that, that does that and has done that. And of course, veterans uh, hold a, a very dear place in my heart as well. And, and those that wear the uniform, uh, you know, in the name of uh, good for, you know, the better of mankind, you know. It, it's amazing what they do for us and the sacrifices they make and uh, the, from the veterans to, to new soldiers out there. But, uh, yeah, and it's great that you support them. And when you went overseas to do that show or those shows, um, what was that like? What was it? Did it must have felt great. You know what? It was awesome. Like I said, I started off in Bosnia, you know, a couple of times, but then when I started venturing into Afghanistan, um, that really was an eye opener, you know, to, to see the, the numbers of, of people that we, that were glad to see us show up and play. You know, it didn't matter what country they came from, you know, it was just a time for them to get their minds off of what was going on in their, in their lives, you know, and the craziness that's over there in places like Afghanistan and Iraq and, Mm-hmm. And um, that that was, I mean, I, I went to Southwest Asia, Asia as well um, to do that. But when I went into Afghanistan, that was a real eye-opener for me. And uh, I'm glad that I had the chances to go over there as many times as I have and to, to be able to make make some kind of a difference in, in the lives of those that are there every day for six months, mm-hmm. eight months, a year, or whatever. You know, we're there for two weeks, and then we're gone. You know, so, to, right. you know, it's always heartbreaking to leave knowing that they were staying behind. and uh, But, yeah, it was great, and I, I loved it. They nicknamed me G.I. Jules. They let me shoot big guns <laughs> and, uh, and drive tanks and stuff. So, I mean, it was, a, it was a, cool, a cool experience. That is awesome. Wow. Let's turn to some more uh, music now from you, Julian. And this song is called Let's Get Out of Here. And uh, what can you tell me about this one? Did I happen to write with um, fellow Canadian uh, Craig... <laughs> Craig Moritz and also Ken Sitter of um, Joe Hick. And um, yeah, that was just a song. I, it was an idea that I come up with one time, like saying to my wife, let's just get out of here. You know, cause we always, everybody, <laughs> you know, you know, everybody wants to get away in the wintertime, right? You know, when we're, when we're living in the winter, you know, January oh, yeah. comes, February comes, March, we want to go to Mexico, Dominican, Cuba. <laughs> and, and it was just one of those days we we're just sitting there and, and, and it wasn't anything special. I just said, let's get out of here. She goes, where would you like to go? And then we just started fantasizing and pretending. So then I just took that and kind of ran with that as an idea and started working on it. And then I asked my buddies, Craig and uh, Kenny, to come in and help me finish it. And here we are. So it's just a song about getting away and, you know, and, and you know, getting away from the winter blues and, you know, and that stuff and going to someplace nice. warm. And all of us Canadians can relate to uh, wanting to escape yes. the winter blues for sure. That, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear the song now from my guest Julian Austin this is Let's Get Out of Here on In the Country 
long as I'm with you and you're with me and we're together, let's just go anywhere. Why don't we just drop everything, pack a bag and head to who knows where? Maybe I don't care where we go, let's just go, let's get out of here. We'll play some Jimmy Buffett songs while drinking margaritas all day long. And that is Julian Austin. It's Let's Get Out of Here. And uh, that one, uh, that one as well is available on iTunes and uh, streaming, Julian? No, not yet, but it will, it will be up right away. Sorry about that. That's okay. That one will be perfect. Yep. Our listeners can, uh, can look for that one. Uh, that is yep. awesome. Uh, what have you learned about songwriting over the years, Julian? Uh, anything you've perfected <laughs> from, gotten better at from the beginning to now? Uh, Barry Mathers. Do you remember the Cruzeros? Yes. Okay. Barry Mathers and I used to write a lot, and Barry said to me one time, he goes, it sucks to write, but to have written is priceless. <laughs> and, you know, Powell's Goodwin from April Wine, uh, him and I used to, you know, hang out lots, and, and, of course, one of my heroes of all times. And I'd be writing with him, and he'd always say, show me the money, kid. Show me the money. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what he meant. And it was always about what what, what makes – what makes this song that you're trying to sell to me going to be what's going to be the big hit with the fans and all that? Show me the money. Show me the the meat and potatoes of the song. And, and you know what? I would, I would stay at his house for you know a few weeks at a time, and and I would write and write and write until I could prove to him that I could show him the money. And that's something that I've, I'm still to this day 
still striving to to succeed. I mean, I I do want to write my band on the run. I do want to write that um, you know he stopped loving her today. I do want to write you know um, faithfully by Journey. You know, it's right. It's it's that it's a never ending um, quest. You know that that journey to write that that ultimate song. And I I don't think I have yet, Dave. And I'm being honest. And but it's fun still writing and I've learned a lot over the years. And it's, you know what, for me too, it's like everybody's got their own different writing styles and they get their, you know, ways of uh, coming up with the, their, their hits or their songs. And I, I don't think every time you write, you have to think that it has to be a hit, write a song that you feel good about that tells a story or, or it tells a story about all of us, you know? And I think that's, if you're happy about what you've written in the end, that's all really what anybody can do. And you know what, and should it be, popular in by the masses and be accepted by the masses well that's even better but i think just writing is very therapeutic for me and i love doing it that is a great way of explaining it and that yeah each and every time the song doesn't have to be monster hit potential it can just be a very good song and takes the pressure off obviously when you're trying to write it too but uh you know you put so much of your heart and soul into your songs julian the, the songs that require that you said that's sort of a form of uh, therapy it's a release well yeah it, it certainly is you know what and i didn't realize this till later on in my life too dave i mean i i suffer with like as many 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 of us with mental illness and you know i have my you know my illness that i deal with and you know, I try to treat it with, with medication and, and eating healthy and trying to change up my, my, my lifestyle and that and try to do some working out and that. But writing, when I get into the writing, it's always been my, really my saving grace that, you know, writing always brings me full circle again. And, and I'm really diving into the writing more and more as I get older and, um, and just more or less for myself. But if there's something that I feel I would love to share with the, with the fans and I can, then I'm going to. But um, yeah, if that made any sense, I, I, like I don't the, know if it did. But. Yeah, that did make sense, and I like what you said about um, you don't believe you've written your or you want to write your band on the run and your journey song, uh, that type of thing. I guess that's what keeps you hungry, right? Not obviously, if somebody thought, okay, well, I've written everything I can write, I'm done. Well, that's the end of the songwriting. But to always think you've got another song and you're still chasing that career song or even just that classic song, right? It keeps you, keeps you going. Oh yeah, for sure. Like when we talked about love train, I mean, you know, it's, it's a fun song. It's not necessarily all meat and potatoes and, you know, you know, like, Oh, that's a well, you know, structured written song. It, it is a fun song. And that's in, in, in how I intended mm-hmm. it to be was just a, a fun song that we can all relate with. But in, in my heart and in my soul, I still want to write that, that classic, like killing time by Clint Black or, you know, um, you know, Tracy Lawrence, you know, I mean, sticks and stones. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, there's that one song yet that I still have to write that I have not written yet. And I'm going to write it. That is awesome. I love that. Julian, I want to thank you so much for being here. It's so great to catch up to chat. And uh, of course to play, uh, the brand new single called love train. The, the video is, uh, out any day now and our listeners can, uh, check with their local country station, and ask them to play it. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, Dave, I, I can't, I can't thank you enough. And I was very excited to know that I was doing an, another interview with you, my friend. And thank you for the continued oh. support. And uh, you're, you're amazing, brother. You're amazing. Thank you, Julian. That uh, wow, that means so much to me. I really appreciate it. Great to have you here. My guest has been Julian Austin. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. <laughs>